This is Talking Villanova Basketball with Jay Wright, presented by Hartford Funds. This is your chance to get the inside scoop on Villanova basketball. Talking Villanova Basketball with Jay Wright is presented by Hartford Funds. Our benchmark is the investor. Now, let's talk Villanova basketball. Welcome to Talking Villanova Basketball, presented by Hartford Funds. And we have a very special couple of guests here. And I'll turn it over to you, Coach, as we do our Zoom podcast here today. Thank you, Michael. Yeah. Uh, you know how much I love this, man. Um, get to talk to great people. This one, I've got to say, this might be my favorite ever. So we have our Father's Day version. And uh, we're going to do it with my man, Josh Hart, and his dad, Moses Hart. How you doing, guys? Doing good. Doing great, coach. Great, man. Where is everybody, Josh? I really, you know, I love you wearing the Villanova gear, man. Thank you, brother. Hey, man. Yeah. I got to be. Although we're a different hat, but then I I came on to the Zoom call. My dad had the same hat on, so I was like, I. Right. I, <laughs> I was like, this is like the only one, other one that I like that fits well. So. Where are you, buddy? Where are you? I'm not in New I'm still in New Orleans. I was in New Orleans really the whole time. So just kicking it, chilling. Good, man. So, and then uh, Moses, great to see yep. you, buddy. Always represent Villanova. It's always a pleasure, Coach. Always good to see you. So. And where are you guys? Where, where are you and Pat? Now, now we're in St. Louis. So, you know, my mom, Pat, my mom lives here. And so we kind of keep an eye on her a little bit right now. And, and my her dad. Is up in Kansas City, and uh, and and then we have been trying to do do a lot of volunteer work at the church, uh, nice. which, I, which um, we really enjoyed. Unfortunately, right now with the pandemic, that kind of put a monkey wrench into that. So um, we, we're still getting the opportunity to go there and 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 and, and uh, serve a little bit uh, whenever we can. Well, that's a, that's a great place to start because this, this, this podcast is all about the families, man, and Father's Day right. and honoring the fathers. Right. And, uh, I always would say to you and Pat, and, and I, I never got to do it, I never thought I'd get to do it on a podcast, but you guys, I, I really set the tone for how to be great parents to uh, an exceptional player that's highly touted how to handle it, how to keep them humble and hungry. You guys were the the best. And if, and if I could, if I could set up a clinic, which kind of we might be doing today here, how to be a parent to a great player, you guys right. got it. Okay. And it all started in St. Louis for you, right? That's where you're from, right? Right, 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 right. And, and uh, you know, I was, I was reflecting on that. And, and one of the things that being here in St. Louis now, um, retired and I just said working at church. It gave me a lot of time to reflect. And I think one thing that really helped was that, you know, I had Josh when we were, I was almost 45 years old. So, really? yeah. So that's something that I never thought about. And, but, but upon the time I've had to, I was about 44. Um, wow. Because my, my first son, my first son was, I was 40. I was 44. I even had my first son. So a lot of a lot of a lot of mistakes, um, you know, I I can't even imagine having a kid at twenty five or thirty. <laughs> Let's not even go there. That's like Josh. Now you you're not ready, are you, man? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I always I always I always think about it. Nothing nothing yet. Nothing in the foreseeable future. But I think about it sometimes. Yo, I love you, but you're not ready for that yet. <laughs> <laughs> I know you enough to know you're not ready yet. You can, you're ready for a lot of things. You're not ready to be a parent yet. <laughs> listen, listen to your father. You don't have to wait till 44, but you, you got to wait a little bit. You got to wait quite that long, but yeah, you know. <laughs> hey, Moses, um, God, it's just so cool. I got so many things to ask you about, but um, what was it? Like, I'm sure everybody who's got a, a son who's a great player and, you know, I, you know, we get to recruit all these people. They, they, you know, their son is the greatest player they've ever seen because they haven't been right. around a lot of great players. Right, uh, right. What, did you know at some point when, when Josh was was growing up, did you know, like, this this guy's going to be special. He's going to be unique. Did you, 
Did you know at any point? I I actually I actually had two sons that well, I had I have two sons. I have another one that yeah, in which you know, Bubba Moses who who they would play a whole lot, you know. And I had this dream like man, my biggest dream at that time was just to be able to have two sons maybe go to college to play basketball. I NBA was was another was another whole animal. Um but but down the road after watching him compete against his brother, because he always wanted to be his brother, even though his brother was four years older. And I saw I saw a desire just that 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 not to quit. We used to play little game we, we used to play a game. There'd be me and Amy on one side and Bubba and 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 uh, and, uh, and and Josh. And 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 we'd be beating them and then and, and then Bubba, Bubba and Josh would start fighting. And Josh, well, I'll play them by myself. I'm like, really? <laughs> you know, so he's always had that desire where, where he, you know, he, he, you know, you know, he, he wanted to win, and, and uh, uh, he wanted he wanted to compete. And and so when you when you, when you see that on the court, um, that's always you know that's always been at that moment. That's interesting, you know, because. I've been doing this a long time, and um, you know, two of the guys that two of our greatest all-time players. As a matter of fact, Josh, they, they, somebody just made a an all-time Villanova team, and, and it was I saw it on um, uh, social media, and it was you and Kyle Lowry, and then Eddie Pinckney, Howard Porter. Can't remember the other one. Might have been Kerry Kittles, but of all the players we've had, you and Kyle Lowry have a. Everybody's competitive. You can't be good at this level. Have a level of competitiveness that's just ridiculous. It's at a whole nother level. Did your your brother having an older brother and a dad? Your dad was a, a really good athlete. Did that teach you competitiveness, or was it trying to keep up with them? What What do you think? Yeah. Um... I wouldn't say it, it, it taught you it, but it just kind of added fuel to the fire. Um, you know, obviously having a, a brother who's four years older than me that, you know, I always will try to go against him um, or, you know, you know, tag, be a regular little brother, tag along him and, you know, play against his friends at the park, something like that, or um, try to go one-on-one -on -one with your dad or anything like that. It kind of adds fuel to the fire. Um, I think you kind of have to be born with, you know, kind of that competitive nature. But, um, you know, when you're born with it and then you just keep adding fuel to the fire of having a, a brother who was always better than you until, you know, you were like, you know, got to be like 13, 14, 15. Then having a dad, you know, he was older. So obviously he would, he would kick my butt, you know, for, for a while. Um, so I just kind of added fuel. I wanted to beat him and I was, you know, I wanted to do whatever I could to win. I knew if I didn't win then it was just going to be talked about all day. So I didn't, I didn't want it to be talked about all day. So it just, you know, they added to the competitive nature. It is, it's, a, it's incredible. Like, I, um, of all the players I've had, the, the competitiveness is, is incredible. And I, I don't know if I t told you, Josh, because I've told so many people, I think I told you, but Moses, I did a podcast, not not our podcast, someone else. I did one for ESPN with Alvin Gentry. Okay. And we, we won. Oh, I heard. Did you hear about that? Yeah, we I, weren't I, talking. I, we weren't talking about Josh. It just came out with a question that I was asked, and I said, you know, I told stories about how competitive Josh was in practice, how I was afraid he was going to kill Mikael Bridges, and Alvin Gentry just popped in and he said, "Oh, I deal with that every day. He's still doing the same thing." <laughs> It was classic. Did you, uh, Moses, did you have issues with him and his competitiveness when he was young? No, I mean, um, no. He, I, saved I, it, I, he saved it for me and Alvin Gentry? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what? And I'm not saying this. I think if anybody who knows me knows that I'm not going to hype my son up or yeah. do a lot of that now. But me and him always been kind of real close, you know, from, from the Boy Scouts to the, you know, we just had a tendency to spend a lot of time together. 
And I think a lot of that had 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 a tendency to, to be with to be because he was always he was obedient. He didn't I didn't have to I didn't have to, you know, he he always pretty much did what I said. <laughs> and we kind of <laughs> thought we kind of thought the same things on so many levels. So I didn't really, you know, it, you know, I mean, that was always there. Um so you know what that that's a good word. You you're really true. Um even with his his incredible competitiveness, he's always obedient, always respectful um, of you. Even when he was in college, because you know you and I would talk about something, but he was he was the same way with me. Just yeah. if you get him in a drill, I my son Taylor is the same way, and my wife would get mad at him, and I would say to him, I would say to my wife and to Taylor, I said, guys, Josh Hart. And I would say to Patty, because you know Patty loves you, I say, Josh Hart is the nicest kid in the world. You guys all know this, but Patty, he does the same thing. It's just, it's just great competitiveness. It's gonna make him good in sports. He'll grow out of it off the court, trust me. Right, right, right. right, right. And he, he now you brought up something really interesting that uh, I'm sure some people might know about, but Josh. You did not allow Josh to make his college decision or commit anywhere until he completed his requirements to become an Eagle Scout. Tell me about that. Tell everybody about that. Um, well, boy, never reflect. He was, um, uh, we were doing the Boy Scout thing. My older, my older son had become an Eagle. And uh, uh, I'm not sure how, how we reached the point where you know he was going to be an eagle, but obviously you're in the scouts, you're gonna so, so you're gonna do the eagle thing, and and he wanted to, I mean he was smart enough to know what he wanted to do, and I believe if, if I'm correct and Josh can correct me if I'm from off base, it was coming up on his junior year, and he didn't um, he didn't he didn't want to uh, uh, he knew that that was going to be Nike's Nike's big summer on the circuit, and also at that time. They were, they were doing a uh, Boy Scout trip where they'd drop them into Arizona and they'd have to hike the whole state of Arizona. Uh, and this happened to be long, same time as, uh, as, the, uh, as the Nike Peace Jam. And I said, well, you know, uh, he's like, Dad, I really, he said, Dad, I really, this is really important, you know. And, and, and he was right. And I didn't realize it at that time. But I said, well, you know what? I'll let you do that. But you got to promise me that you're going to finish and get your finish up and get your eagle. And uh, he's okay, no problem. Because at that time, hey, no problem. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to Peace Jam. <laughs> he, he wasn't even he didn't even think about the long term. <laughs> and so obviously he went to he, he he went through the summer and had actually had a great summer. Got a chance to meet you. <laughs> and, uh, um, but then after that, he's like, you know what? Uh, that I don't think I'm going to be able to finish this Eagle Scout thing. And I said, no, not so quick. You know, you made a you made a promise. You made a com you committed. And uh, in order to grow into a young man the right way, you gotta you gotta you gotta hold fast your commitments. And so I I I held him to that and said, you know, either you do this. And, or, 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 um, you know, you don't play basketball anymore, pretty much. Um, which, which I tell you what, you know, we, we've had, there were a couple of times I threatened him with that not playing basketball. And he had got to the point where he was pretty good. And I was thinking in my own back in my mind, oh, I hope he doesn't really try me. <laughs> I don't really want to pull the trigger. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, but, but, but I, I, you know, it was about him finishing and being responsible and and, and holding to his, his commitment. Um, so, you, you uh, again, I, I I'll say it as many times as I can. You and Pat, I think, did the greatest job of parenting with your all your kids. Right. And I, I just got to happen to live with. I got to meet all of them, but I got to live with Josh. And right. uh, I think that holding. It's something Josh always knew, you know, when he's with us, just being responsible, being a man of your word. And Josh, do you think back on that? Any of that Eagle Scout 
um, experience, your dad holding to that? And does it come into play now in, in the NBA world or your, your world as an adult? Um, probably more subconsciously. Um, just, you know, just learning lessons that you learn there of leadership, um, you know, accountability, stuff like that. Just kind of um, help mold me into the person I am. So, you know, subconsciously I'm doing things that I, I that can relate and can trace back to, you know, the years of scouting. But, um, you know, I think it kind of made me who I am. So I think it definitely, a lot of things I do is related to that. Has anybody ever looked into, is there anybody else in the NBA that is also an Eagle Scout? Um, there were, I think there were three. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna have to look at that real quick. But I think there were three. One. One was pretty well known. I'm, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to look it up. Um, I, I we were recruiting you, and you know I liked you as a player. And then I heard Eagle Scout. I'm like, wow. Now I really like him. And then Moses, when you said, look, you know we're gonna go through this process, but he gave his word, and he's not making any decisions till he finishes that. I was like, now I really want him bad. <laughs> that, was, that was it. Was so cool. Yeah. Well, like I said, go ahead. No, like I said, being a little older, I was able to. I don't know if I would have had that mindset again if I was 25, 26, 27 years old. Uh, I, I, I gotta think I would be a lot more flexible, you know. But being older, I was able to, um, um, uh, you know, yeah, take a chance. Yeah, smart one. Let me. I, this is a bizarre question, but I, I, I've always thought of this and I know I've talked to you about it and you give me a good humble answer but now that you've gone through it and you see you know by by next year guys are going to be able to benefit from their name image and likeness and um, when we were going through the recruit what, what advice would you have for parents um, that have a high level player like Josh that is being recruited um, you guys just handled it so, so perfectly. Everything was so legitimate and it was about what's best for your son academically, his future. It wasn't, right. you know, of course right. you want him to make the NBA, but you want him to get his degree. You want him to be right. good people. What, what advice would you give? Well, I mean, like I said, one of the things that helped us, like I said, the big, one of the biggest things that helped us is obviously my faith in God. That, that was, that was the most. That was tremendous. So that went into a lot of the, the decisions and everything that that I made. Uh, and then, uh, I mean, I wanted obviously he's pretty successful now. But the biggest, my biggest thing, I wanted him to be a good person. I wanted him to have the character traits because I knew, you know, if if, if he was going to be that kind of uh, a person, a character that was going to help him and down the road. I mean, I was more concerned with him being, being, just being a man and being a good person. And, and, you know, so, so that's, uh, I mean, that, that's my take there. Uh, you did and, that, and, that, and that was, and that was my focus. And, and, uh, and, and, and then you got to kind of block out a lot of, uh, you got to block out the, a lot of the outer, noise too i mean there was never never a lot of people around i mean it was it was it was pretty much me him his mom we had a couple uh chief stevens a couple people that were that were close to advisors and that assisted us um but we didn't have a whole he didn't have a we didn't have a whole lot of distractions on the outside and i think that helps a lot nowadays there's just so many distractions with with people and and Everybody's pulling you this way and that way. Uh, we didn't have to worry about that. You did. Josh, do you have any, now that you've been through the whole scene and you, now you go back and even talk to young guys, can, can you see anything your parents did specifically during the recruiting process that just made it so, I just thought, handled perfectly? It's really the only way you know because it's what you went through, but anything that your parents did? Um, I, I guess they probably did like the hardest thing it is for a parent to just kind of, you know, take your hands off 
and just kind of let them, you know, decide for themselves um, and kind of make the best decision that they think, you know, is, is possible. And obviously that's, you know, for a parent to kind of really have to trust someone else with, with your kid is obviously a hard thing to do. So, I mean, it was, it was easy, um, you know, for them and easy for me to make a decision. Well, it was easy for me to make a decision um, just because they were just so um, kind of hands off about it. You know, obviously they were at the trips and, and stuff like that, but they really let me um, make the decision of what I thought was best for myself. And, you know, that was the most important thing, you know, for them. And it was the most important thing for me. Right, last question. We'll go to a break here. Cause that, did you, did either of you talk to Sadiq Bay or his mom, Drew or dad, Rick, did you talk to them before the, or during the recruiting process? I mean, I can't remember, but they um, have handled everything. No one's handled everything. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about how you handled college and from the recruiting process to college to the NBA process, which you've obviously been through. No one has handled that as well. And we've had a lot of people handle it well as you guys. The next closest, <laughs> or the, because he's not through yet, is Sadiq Bay and his parents. Did you talk with them? Um, I know personally, I talked to Sadiq a little bit. Um, nothing too crazy about talking to him, you know, just kind of about, you know, my experiences at Villanova. Um, you know, there was one of the games, um, want to say it was his junior year. I think they won like the, the conference championship. So I went down for the game. Um, and I, I talked with his mom, you know, a handful of times and, um, you know, it's kind of talking to me about Villanova and, you know, you and the program. And I kind of, you know, just told her some of my experiences about it. And, um, you know, that was you know, my kind of two cents because obviously at the end of the day for me, um, you know, obviously I would want guys to go to Villanova and things like that, but, you know, only they can walk in their shoes. So, you know, I was just trying to tell them my experiences with it and, you know, kind of let them, you know, handle it. But, you know, I, I talked to them a little bit, not too much stuff. It's incredible. Did you know his parents, Moses? No, I never – I think I got a chance to meet his dad once at a tournament out at Maryland University. There was a tournament going on. Uh, and I got a chance to meet him at that time. But other than that, we didn't, and we talked, and we talked for a few moments. And uh, you know, at that time, he he he, he was he was kind of excited about the future, and, and he's always got our dad. So you know, he was excited. We talked for a little bit, and uh, uh, you know, you you could see the excitement because of Sadiq and how he had grown and how he had, uh, uh, you know, it had improved, and you knew he was going to be something special. It, the similarities are are amazing. They're they're a great family, like you guys, humble players, very similar in terms of how they improved. It's it's and both same high school, Sidwell friends. It's incredible. Right. I will take a break on that. That's the high school career. We'll get back and start a little bit with college. Uh, take us out, Mike. You're listening to the Talking Villanova Basketball Podcast presented by Hartford Funds. Back after this. When Mother Nature strikes, count on your CertainTeed roof to perform. That's the commitment we've made to homeowners for more than 100 years. For roofing you can rely on, look no further than CertainTeed. To find a CertainTeed credentialed contractor near you, visit CertainTeed.com. This is a shout-out to the professional tailgaters, game day grillers, and potluck pros. Whether you bake it, smoke it, stack it, or melt it, There's nothing more important about how you cook up your team spirit while serving it with an ice-cold Coca-Cola, Coke Zero Sugar, or Coke Life. We may not all agree on the best game day foods, but when you serve your meals with a Coke, you know you've got yourself a winner. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. ExxonMobil and Dunmanning, proud sponsors of Villanova Wildcat Athletics. This podcast is brought to you by Hartford Funds, a leading asset manager based in Wayne, Pennsylvania. While other investment management companies measure performance against the S&P 500, Hartford Funds has a different measure of success, investor satisfaction. 
Hartford Funds, our benchmark is the investor. J.J. White Incorporated is the single-source, multi-trade contractor for your next construction project. Since 1920, J.J. White Incorporated has been constructing with knowledge and providing service with integrity and safety. Visit J.J. White online at jjwhiteinc.com. Are you looking for something imprinted or embroidered? If so, let Campus Clothes help you get the look. Whether your team is in the corporate office or on the athletic field, Campus Clothes can supply your team with all its needs. Visit us on the web at campusclothes.com or give us a call at 215-357-0892. You may not play well, but you will always look good. If you think your debit card can't help you with your financial game, you're probably not using the red key. Introducing EasyUp by KeyBank, the tool that helps you reduce debt by setting $1 aside from your checking account every time you use your debit card. Automatically racking up savings and paying down debt with EasyUp. It's how you make financial progress. KeyBank is member FDIC and the exclusive retail bank of Villanova Athletics. NovaCare, the exclusive provider of physical therapy to Villanova. The Wildcats choose NovaCare. So can you. Welcome back as we resume our conversation with Moses and Josh Hart on the Talking Villanova Basketball podcast presented by Hartford Funds. And Coach, I'll turn it back over to you. Thank you, Mike. Well, we had, we had some fun during the break there a little bit. So I, I knew Josh had to have some, some great competitive stories when he was a young kid. And, and Moses, I think you share the story you told me because I think all parents – need to know, okay, when you're dealing with this competitiveness as a young age, they're going to be okay. As long as they get good character and they're good people, they're going to, their competitiveness will mature. Sh- share the story you share with me. Well, no, I, I you know, every time, like, the, w- w- after the basketball game, the one that he lost, he cried. And I'm talking about, you know, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. And, you know, sometimes when they're that young, you know, they, after they lose the game, they can cry. But I, I, I'll never forget he, 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 this freshman year at Wheaton High School. And I think I can't remember, uh, I can't remember the game or whatever. And he, he had just joined an AAU program. And they lost, he lost a game, I think, against the Silver Spring Boys and Girls Club. He, he couldn't have been no more about 14. And he's crying. I'm like, I mean, <laughs> like, you know, not soft, like, but just crying because he's lost. I'm like, and I'll never forget talking to one of the other AAU coaches that was recruiting him. He said, man, this kid just loves to win. This kid just hates to lose. He said, I said, okay. So, well, I told you that, that that manifested itself by the time he got older in college. He he would be in a drill in practice and then lose the drill. He never cried, but he might beat somebody up or, or tackle yeah. them or foul them because he just didn't want to yeah. do anything. I used to have to stop drills and just say, Josh, I, I we don't you don't need to win this draw. I'm not I'm not keeping score anymore. I'm not keeping score anymore because you're just trying to beat these guys and you're not learning what we're trying to teach. No. And I love your competitiveness, but we're not keeping score anymore. <laughs> so I think it's good for all parents to know when you're young like that and it it it, it might be crying, it might look like they just they're they're too competitive. They they grow out of it and they become mature. Great young men, right? That was, that was my line with my son Taylor and Patty. I shared. <laughs> All right, let's let's go let's go to the um, to the college career because and and look at it from a a parenting standpoint. Um, I, I got questions for you, Moses, but I, I okay. think for parents listening, you know, having a son that plays college basketball. Let's not even talk about big time. Let's let's. Let's just talk about being a parent of a college basketball player. What are some things that you you might not have thought thought about before he got there, and then after you you went through a college career with your son, you could share with parents? Well, you know, I, once he got to college, I always thought that he had a chance to be he had a chance to be uh, a pretty good ball player. Um, but then when he, you know, sophomore year, 
uh, Big East player of the player of, of the uh, of the tournament, and and he started sky it, 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 his career started to skyrocket a little bit, and and uh, 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 and, and and you know obviously obviously we were, we were really excited and, and, and thrilled with that. Um, but then it was about, you know, like you said earlier, it was about kind of trying to help him to keep his head straight <laughs> and to stay focused and, 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 and to keep his, and, and to keep his eye and, 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 you know, his perspective on the prize. Uh, we had, I, I never forget after, when he graduated from high school, um, he had, he, he, he'd almost got kicked out of Sidwell friends and, 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 uh, and, uh, uh, and and they had actually given him the letter that where well, they didn't you, you know, they weren't gonna allow him back in, and uh, he overcame that, and and I never forget when he graduated right before going to Villanova, and and uh, I gave him that letter back and I told him I said don't ever let anyone tell you what you can't do, and what you can, what you can't what you can and what you can't do, so. Um, for the most part, by the time he got to Villanova, he, the groundwork was already set, and he was kind of pretty much, uh, he was pretty much, pretty much focused on what he wanted and who he wanted to be. Uh, it's just a matter of, of just being able to give him a little advice here and a little advice there, and just being supportive, uh, um, and always being there supportive, and, and, and you just kind of have to hang in the background. I, I remember going to almost every game and we were driving up and I remember one game and and I said something about well I don't know if I'll be able to make it to that one said, you know you really don't need me there and this or that or whatever and he said yeah okay well whatever and and I and I didn't make that game and I'll never forget one of the other had a couple coach friends that uh well you went at the game he said Josh really looked for you we used to have this drill when he was little that, you know, if he was, if he needed confidence, he would always look for me in the stands. And uh, I was there to give him that support. And and I, I'll never forget, and this was by his sophomore, junior year, my been junior year. And he talked to me after his dad going in my game. And I was like, well, I just didn't think you needed me there because I'd never met <laughs> I mean, I figured, you know, that, you know, and, and it dawned on me even then how much it meant for me to be there. And I never missed another one, you know, if I could. I, I don't think I ever missed another one. Um, but the biggest thing is being able to, to be able to support them and yet be in the background too. And not, uh, because he was, you know, he, he was maturing, he was making good decisions. He was. Josh, did you ever know, did, did you, I can't remember if I shared with you, like every once in a while, we never wrote, we never had any issues with you, but if there's any situation, did you know that your dad, mom, and I would talk, we'd always, we'd always be on the same page. Did they share that with you? Did I share that with you at the time? Um, no, nah, I don't think anyone ever really told me. I think, I think I just kind of already knew. I think it was just kind of like an understanding, like everyone already knew, like, like y'all, I think that was like my, I think that one of like the, one thing my mom said, like, oh yeah, he like he's yours now. You got our permission to do whatever type thing. <laughs> I, I Coach would call me and say, "You're crazy." So that's <laughs> what I'm going to do with him. Yeah, I, I remember that. So um, I knew it was always like a little understanding. Like, all right, I mean, this, this is this is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. How what Moses? How was it again for for parents like? Josh is coming out of high school, um, player of the year. Actually, were you player of the year or Chris? Because you guys used to always. Uh, he, he was runner up to Chris. All right, that, yeah, that was always. We, we, would argue, we would joke about that so much after a time I forgot which one was and which one wasn't. <laughs> but um, when, so coming out I means basically best player coming out of him and Chris coming out of D.C. that year. And then he goes his freshman year, Moses. What is that like as a parent? You know, he's not starting. He's coming off the bench. Um, you know, he's not the star anymore. Um, 
what was that like as parents? Um, you know, it's, 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 you know, the, you have to wait your time. And, and that was, that was the, the biggest thing, obviously going to the games, uh, uh, it's a little, it's a, it's, a, it's a little disappointment when you don't see your son get in the game that much, especially early on. And you're used to you're used to him being the star, being being the guy. And you know, you just have to be patient and 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 and, and have faith that 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 he's going to break through. Uh, you know, and, and I know sometimes it was frustrating for him, but he knew that. Um, he was dead Villanova. He wasn't going to go anywhere. <laughs> this is, this is, you know, this, this is it. And you're going to make it here. Or, or you, you know, I see guys transferring or, or they certain things don't meet the expectations and they wind up in a worse situation than, than what they were. Uh, but, but, uh, here, you know, you're here, you, you play it out and, and, and we'll see what happens. Well, you're, intelligence and maturity in that area is what made Josh a great player because so many times now people think and, and, and I think they get influenced by other people that are well just move them it'll be easier somewhere else but like you said sometimes you wind up in a worse situation Josh how was it for you as a freshman um, was you know I, that was your we had um, Javon was a senior and uh, uh, James was a senior. James Bell was a senior. Yeah, Levon and, and J Darren were sop juniors. Juniors, yeah. JP Darren were juniors. You had a lot of older guys, right? Yeah. So I mean, it was how many like, minutes a game did you play that year? Uh, I played like twenty. Yeah. I, I got like twenty. So um, how was it for you? Was was it? Would you have to? I know you guys were very. Again, I'm talking about probably the best parent-child relationship, or one of them. Um, but after games, was it more you telling your parents, don't worry, I'm all right? Or was it them telling you your freshman year, don't worry, you're going to be all right? Um, I think it's probably a mixture of both. Uh, you, you know, you know, like my dad said, you know, you kind of had to, you know, buy your time and learn and grow. Um, you know, didn't really know that or know to the, you know, the extent going in. Um, you know, y'all – Obviously, y'all make it feel like, you know, it's, it's roses on the other side. But, uh, you know, it was, you know, definitely freshman year was, you know, a little frustrating because you go from being um, one of the top players, you know, the top player in your team, one of the top players in the area. You're going, you know, somewhere like Villanova, and you're just, you know, you're not getting that same kind of playing time or same kind of, um, you know, role that you have. So it was frustrating at time. I think, you know, after games, you know, they will have to, um, cheer me up, or um, you know, I just be like, yeah, no, I'm like their ass. I'm just like, yeah, I'm good. I'm just, I'm just waiting. Um, so I think, I think that was you know, kind of my mindset. And I knew, I knew it was like, um, you know, how we used to have the 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 tag drill. Like you know, we used to like when the shot go up, you you know, what tag. So it was like, I feel like towards the like beginning, I feel like of my freshman year. Um, I was always going against James, and James was, you know, a senior. He was like two, like two thirty, like <laughs> like six six, six seven, two thirty. He was way bigger than what I was, and there was one time like he just ran my ass over. I tried to tag him. <laughs> I like looked up, you know, Jeff, our trainers, like looking through the window, and me and Jeff, I was girl, I like looked up at Jeff, and Jeff just looked at me like. Hey man, it is what it is. So I just knew, like, you know, I'm not, I'm not fully ready to, to, to be doing this yet. But you know, I'll, I'll get there. <laughs> I, I, I will say this, Jay. His sophomore year, when he thought everybody thought he was going to start, and I think Dylan wanted him starting. That was a toughie. He was, he was really down in the dumps with that, and and uh, I don't think he. Uh, you never mentioned about transferring, but he was—he was—he was really like you know, you know, all like you know, I'm dad. I'm like you know, son. You just have to you know, play your role and be the best that you can be at that role. That's that's all you have control over. Uh, and uh, you know that that really 
that that really worked out. He wound up, I think, I think he wound up averaging. He wound up averaging uh, the points was like a starter. Yeah. Starter points, and actually he came off the bench, and then he was the Big East, like I said, Big East player of of, of of the tournament. So we actually found a role that was more significant than than his role would have been as a starter. So it's amazing how things work out, but. You know, there was there. He had, he had a few moments there where he was a little. He had a few moments like ah, I don't know about this dad. This is not right. Like that, you gotta, you gotta just, yeah, you got, you gotta keep grinding. You gotta keep grinding. I'm glad you brought that because that was my next question. That was really the tougher year. You know, that's always a tough decision for us as a coach because we know, you know, starting is important to a player and. Um, and when you're, what were you, as a sophomore, you're like 19, right? Yeah. And you're 19 years old, and it's hard to think big picture. And just as you explained it, Moses, sometimes when you're a, a parent, you're old enough to understand it, but it's your child. So you right. kind of, you, you lose your touch with reality because you, you see your child hurting. Right, right, right. And, and, and I think about that probably was – the pivotal point in your career, Josh, that year, that you, as, as you mentioned, Moses, the end of that year, you were MVP of the Big East tournament. Did we won the Big East championship that year? Yep. 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 And, um, it, you know, and you kind of burst onto the scene there, but it was all about you guys not overreacting to your ego of not starting. And that's where I think parenting, it's hard for a 19-year-old to get that, right. especially when you're so competitive and but that's where the parenting really comes in. What what did your parents say to you during that time, Josh? Um, well, let me just say this, Josh. That was, you were a sophomore. Dylan was a junior. Mm-hmm. Dylan Ennis. Dylan Ennis was a junior. Right. And it was either one of you could have started. You wound up actually playing more minutes. But he was a year older. And, you know, we just, we just went with the older guy, which we knew was going to be tough. Yeah. So that was tough for you to take and we, we get it, but tell everybody, like, how did your parents help you through that? Yeah. Um, you know, that was, <laughs> I mean, as a basketball player, like you said, you know, we always wanted to start. So I, I was frustrated. I know like you guys didn't make that um, decision until probably, I think it was like the, I think after the preseason game or something like that. So I remember like, you know, you know, you were talking to me a little bit about it. Bake was talking to me. I had a good relationship with Bake. And Bake told me, like, yeah, it looked like you just not having fun playing basketball. And I was just like, I wasn't. Like, I was, I was, I was mad about things. I was frustrated. Um, and I kind of remember it kind of vividly. Like, I was – it was after you guys made the decision, I'm coming back from practice. I'm, like, walking back. Anyone that knows Villanova, they know, you know, where the Davis Center is. You know, right when you come out, you make that right. There's a little, the little bridge, and you got to go under the little bridge in the tunnel. And then there's a path that that goes to West Campus, but it's back by, you know, behind the law school and behind the communications building. So it was like one night I'm like walking by there, uh, going back to my room, and, he, and my dad calls me, and it was right after I talked. I think I was like talked to you, Coach, for like like 45 minutes to an hour. That's why I was so. That's why I was so like after practice. So then I'm like walking back and then, you know, my dad calls me. So we're talking about it. You know, he, you know, he knew I was frustrated by, you know, just some, you know, just seeing how I was playing and things like that. And then he was just kind of like, you know, just, just let you know, you know, you didn't let us down at all. You know, like this, you know, this, you know, everyone, like you have your own path and stuff like that. So, you know, that's kind of what I needed to hear. Cause in my mind, I never told him that I never told any, you know, anybody else that, but in my mind, I'm thinking like, well, I kind of let them down. I was supposed to, make this jump, you know, from freshman year to sophomore year, fuck, start, do da 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 um, So I kind of felt like that in my back of my mind. And they said that. And, you know, I was on the phone with him for probably about 45 minutes to an hour. Um, oh, we talked for a while. That's one, yeah. of the best, that's one of the best conversations I ever had with him in my life. Yeah. So. He was hurting. He was hurting. But I told him, I said, you ain't transferring. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> you can yeah. forget about that, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> but, so. but, but, um, you know, I, he wanted to, 
he wanted to prove to us, you know, hey, you know, and 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 and, and, and that was and that was her, and that was kind of a bummer. And even it wasn't easy for us because you know we have friends and oh, how Josh doing? What yeah, he's doing? Was he is he starting yet? Is he, no, well, yeah, he's coming off the bench, you know. <laughs> so you know, it's not what necessarily people want to hear. It's not glamorous, but that's where you know, I tell people, you know, it's always about the big picture. I never forget, coach. You always. I had so many coaches recruit me, recruit Josh. But you were the one that said, you know what? His jump shot, he's shooting this. This is what he's shooting. Just, I can make it better. I can improve him. You were the one coach that singled him out and talked about his own personal improvement on the court as a player versus what he's going to do as a player, what he's going to bring to the team. And that was, that was, that was, that was important. Well, you know, we, we all did it together. That, that, you know, that story you just told Josh is what parenting, coaching, the college experience is all about. I mean, you look where Josh is now and it wasn't just come in as a freshman. Everything's easy. Every, you start as a freshman, you play great as a, everything's, great when, when you hit those times like not playing as much as a freshman being talented enough and good enough to start as a junior i mean excuse me as a sophomore but the team is so good that you don't start but you play starters well that that's a tough thing to take and if you give up on the process at that point or stop giving your all you might never get to where you are now. And that's where coaches, that's why I always say to you, Moses, that's why you need parents. Because <laughs> right. think about that night. Think about what Josh was talking about. I had just talked to him for 45 minutes. Right. That was not going to be enough. Might have helped right. a little. Right. But right. your call is what did it. Right. right. And that's us working together. And that's why I always say to this day, the greatest strength we have in our program is the parents. Because, Josh, you probably, you know, after talking to me, you probably would have been okay, but you wouldn't have been at your best. But after hearing yeah. from your parents, that's what really inspired you, right? Yeah, definitely. Like, like you said, like after talking to you, I was like, all right, I like, I'll accept it, kind of thing. And then talking <laughs> to them, it was like, all right, like I can, you know, let, let's kind of, uh, you know, let, let's see what how we can make the best of it, or not make the best of it. But yeah. that's how, like, how we can expand on it. Yeah. That's awesome, man. All right. We, we have time. I just want to hit on one last. Moses, what is it like to be the parent of an NBA star player? Like, is it what you thought? Is it? Well. What's it like? Now, that was the fun part. Here's the enjoyment. I don't have to be like, I'm, I don't have any range. I don't have to really admit. Every every now and then, I I, I try to give him some fatherly advice. But now now it's all about being in the uh, in, in the passenger seat and just enjoying the ride. And uh, so you really uh, do get to enjoy it. Yeah, I really do. And you know, and like I said, and you know, he blesses us. He really does. And. Uh, uh, I, I couldn't I couldn't ask for a better son, and and again, people who know me know that that again I'm not I'm not one to be doing a bunch of bragging or hyping. That's my that's Patty's role. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's good pretty good too. She keeps a good yeah, perspective yeah, she's too. Good at that. For a mom, she keeps a good perspective. Right, right. But you know, he 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 he, he blesses us, and uh, you know, hey, Dad, you know, whatever. I mean, you know, it's always. You guys need anything with you, you know, where you're at or whatever. I mean, he's just, you know, he's always there. So uh, I can't, again, I can't say enough about that. That's awesome. And Josh, for uh, for Father's Day, I think probably the, the best gift you can give your pops is just to know that you listen. What's the, what's the greatest, I know there's so many, because I learned from Moses. Moses is the only parent. How, how, about, how about when you recruit? Most times you got to bring people in. You got to wine and dine them. Remember when you would come up, you would cook at our house. 
Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> you do the that, you do the cooking your that, shrimp shrimp on the yeah, ground. That was the Nova. That was the uh, that was the, uh, the, the, the 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 dinner, the afternoon uh, dinner or or would you get dinner? Uh, going back to Nova. Yeah. In August. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have you. I I put my parents to. I have you cooking on the grill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, good stuff. Uh, that that was great times though. Great times. Hey, Josh, what would you? Uh, we'll we'll end it on this for Father's Day. Of all the things that your dad taught you, what what do you, what do you keep with you the most? You know, at at this point in your life, having gone through the college thing, going through. I we didn't even get to, to talk about when you guys had to make a decision after Josh's junior year, whether to go to the NBA or come back to college, the way you handled that was incredible. Just intelligent, humble, and look how it worked. But of all the things, what would you say sticks with you the most that you use today that your dad taught you? Um, probably just two things is kind of be, be a man of, you know, just, just be a man of faith. Um, and, and just be a man of your word. I, I think that was the biggest things, uh, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, everything that I had obviously is a blessing and it's, you know, every, you know, people help, you know, it took me a village to get here and everything like that. Um, but obviously, you know, without my Lord and Savior and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, you know, nothing would be, you know, none of this would be possible. So, um, just kind of be, you know, just kind of be a man of faith, keep my faith. Um, and then, like I said, to be a man, you were at the end of the day, that's the most important thing we have as men is just our words. You know, we can't control everything. We can't do every, you know, everything, but, um, you know, when we say something, we mean it. And when we um, say we're going to do something, you do it. And I think those are the two biggest things. Well, this was, uh, my favorite podcast ever. This is so cool. And, uh, <laughs> Moses, thanks for being on and, and give my girl Pat. My love. Okay. I sure will. I awesome, man. Josh, and you, you always do this for us, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, this, was, this was cool. This was really cool. And, and uh, anybody needs any advice on how to parent a great player, go to Moses and Pat Hart. I'm telling you. Uh, happy okay. Father's Day, buddy. Thank Josh, you. Love you, brother. Take happy care. Father's Day to, happy Father's Day to you too, Coach. Thank Thanks, buddy. You. John, wait. <laughs> <laughs> we'll end it on that note. You've been listening yeah. to the Talk Philadelphia Basketball Podcast presented by Hartford Funds. Thanks for listening. Thanks also to Matt Frischilla for getting on the air, getting us on the air. For Coach Jay Wright, this is Mike Sheridan. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Talking Villanova Basketball presented by Hartford Funds. Now coming to you throughout the season and beyond. Talking Villanova Basketball with Jay Wright is presented by Hartford Funds. Our benchmark is the investor. Stop by Great American Pub, Bar, and Grill with locations in Conshohocken, Wayne, and Phoenixville. If you're looking for fine food in a casual atmosphere, Great American Pub is the place for you. Come out to Great American Pub for great food, great times, and great fun. For more information, visit us at www.greatamericanpub.com.